0: Hello my friend, Joshua Boswell here and welcome to another episode of The Writer's Life. How do you start making money as a writer and if you're already making money as a writer, how do you double and triple or quadruple that income that you're making? My name is Joshua Boswell and I'm the founder of Copywriter Marketer and I'm the author of the number one best-selling program that helps writers like you take your writing skills and turn them into an amazing, incredible lifestyle. And I want to show you over the next few minutes a four-part formula, this formula right here, that has literally transformed the income and the money-making power of uh, hundreds, possibly thousands of my writing students over the last couple of decades. And I think that it can do the exact same thing for you. So I wanna give you this formula, so stick with me. But before we get to that formula, i want to give you three actions that you can take right now today and you'll see these actions lead into utilizing this formula in fact several of these actions right here are contingent upon using the formula so we'll talk specifically about what those are in just a minute now before i dive into this let me tell you about bert i've got my headline up here about how bert doubled his writing his freelance writing income using this formula right here and i'm gonna tell you how that happened. And you see if you can kind of discern what the formula actually is as I go through this story. So Bert came to me and he was a working writer. And he was like, well, I'm getting an article here and a social media post project there and maybe a sales letter here. And so I'm doing some stuff, but like it's not enough to get me free from my job so that I can live the lifestyle that I really want to live. So how do we how do we change this up? And so we looked at all the stuff that he was doing, and I realized that he was doing a lot of the right stuff, but the challenge was he wasn't doing it in a high-leverage way. You you've heard that expression that says a uh, rising tide raises all ships? Or what about the expression that big boats are controlled by a small helm or a little rudder? Or or, there's my favorite expression that says big doors swing on tiny little hinges. So what we see is, is that in the world around us we see that there are high leverage points that one little thing here can make a huge difference over here. And that's what this is. And I said to Bert, I said Bert the challenge is is that you're not utilizing all the leverage you could with all the actions that you're doing. And I told him this story that I've mentioned so many times, but it just it makes it so clear in my mind. I was like, you know, like, if, if you wanna go out and mow the lawn, my lawn, I've got five acres of lawn, and if you wanna mow all five acres, well, I have two and a half acres, and I got two and a half acres of forest. But anyway, if you wanna mow, mow the two and a half acres of lawn, then you can do that using a push mower Or you can do a motorized mower, or you can use a great big, huge zero turn mower with a 72 inch deck on it. And it zips along turbo speed and does really, really fast. So you have your option about what you do. The end result is going to be the same. You're going to get the lawn mowed. It's just how fast do you do it and how efficient does the whole process work? So I, I said, Bert, you need to change this up. And you need to utilize this High leverage thing. So what we did is we looked at the kinds of clients that he was dealing with. So when I first got started, I was like, oh, I didn't really feel that confident in my writing ability. And I was like, I don't know. I was kind of unsure. Is my writing good enough? Is it not good enough? I don't know. Uh, But I I know that I know the nonprofit world. And those guys really, really need, they need writers. So I'm going to go help them. And that was my attitude in the beginning. So I went and I talked to small, little nonprofit organizations that maybe had one or two employees, small budgets of like $50,000 or $100,000 a year. And that was my comfort zone. And so I was marketing to them and I was selling to them. And I was telling Bert this, and Bert was like, oh, now he wasn't in the nonprofit industry, but I could see the wheels were turning in his head. He was like, yeah, I I may be guilty of talking to small companies in my industry, right? I may be like, maybe I'm not selecting the right clients. And then I finished telling him the story, which was, I said, Bert, here's the deal. I got to the point where I realized that, gosh, if I'm going to do all this time and effort and money and and sweat equity, and I'm going to figure out how to market myself and sell myself, then I'm going to do it to, big clients. They're going to pay really well. And I made that little decision change in my mind and that had a huge impact on the net income. So instead of marketing myself to somebody who was frustrated with paying me $500 for a fundraising letter because that was out of their budget, I went and started marketing myself to organizations that were happy to pay me $5,000 for a fundraising letter because it was well within their budget. Does that make sense? And what allowed me to discern who those clients were and where I could focus my time was this four part formula. And I explained that to Bert and then we walked through the formula and then we analyzed every single one of his clients against this formula. And when we did that, we realized like, oh, the light bulbs came on, Bert was like, okay, I know, based on this formula, then really I could be targeting this client, talking to them this way, doing this approach. And it changed and he restructured everything. So that within a short period of time, literally he doubled and then tripled and then quadrupled. And then he landed a huge client that's helping him to do all the things that he really loves to do, meeting his lifestyle goals, meeting his income goals, all because of this formula here. And I'm going to share this formula with you right now. So before we we look at the formula, or as part of looking at the formula, let's look at the actions that you should be taking leading up to and including this right here. And you've heard about me talk about these before, so this is a bit of a refresher course, but I want to put it in context of this guy right here, this formula. So the first thing is, the first action you should always take when you're thinking about increasing your income and creating more success as a writer is you want to seek clarity you want to seek clarity on your lifestyle now the reason why I say you got to seek clarity is because this is a moving target I remember when I thought if I could just make man if I could make a hundred thousand dollars in a year I would be rich beyond my wildest imagination and like I would be set for life because the most my mother had ever made, I think, it was about thirty thousand, maybe thirty-five thousand dollars somewhere in that neighborhood, less than fifty. And I didn't know anybody who had made over a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, it was like that was awesome. And so when I was a teenager and I was thinking about my life and my I was just thinking, man, if I can make a hundred thousand dollars. And then I remember making hundred thousand dollars and starting to live that lifestyle, and then I was like, hmm, that's actually with you know, at the time, seven children, whoa, that wasn't that much money. And then when we had 11 children, like, oh, had to change my lifestyle trajectory and target. So you're always seeking clarity on what exactly you want your lifestyle to be like. I always like to think, well, how much time do I want to work for how much money I'm going to make? And I think of those terms. Number two, the second thing is, in building out your business, you want to establish what I call non- Negotiables. You want to establish those non negotiables. What time are you going to be doing your marketing? When are you going to be doing your morning or or evening routine? What does that routine look like? When are you establishing connections with friends and family and people that you love? And I've got training on this in other places, but just know that you need to establish non-negotiables with your family, with your business contacts, with your own personal development, fueling your own self. You need to establish those non-negotiables. It's very important. Number three is you need to is you need to choose a fun and profitable whoops niche you need to choose a fun that says profitable you need to choose a fun and profitable niche because the niche where you focus your time it helps you leverage yourself you can focus in and be more effective with the writing that you're doing, with the marketing that you're doing. If you're gonna do the non-negotiables, you're gonna have a set time to market and build your business. Why not do that to the highest leverage possible? I mean, would you rather get paid $500 for a project, or $5,000 for a project, or $50,000 for a project? All of those projects are out there, and let me tell you from experience, the same amount of time and money and effort that you put into closing a $500 deal, is the same time, money, and effort that it takes to close a $50,000 deal. You only think that it's bigger because the end result is bigger, the end income is bigger, but it's actually not. And I discovered that when I said, okay, I'm gonna switch, I'm gonna go and target big companies. And I started going after Corel and Sony and Google and Microsoft and and General Motors and these major, major corporations. And I was like, oh, this is the same amount of work to close those guys as it was to close other clients. So what I want to do is I want to look at this four-part formula that'll help you define choosing this fun and profitable niche, which will help you establish lifestyle and get clarity on that and get clarity on the non-negotiables. So let's look at what this is. This four-part formula is, in effect, the definition that I have for a fun and profitable niche that'll meet your lifestyle goals and will make your non-negotiables high leverage. So the very first part of the formula is to focus in on clients that are easy to contact. You want these guys to be easy to contact. You want to be able to jump online, go onto LinkedIn, go into social media areas, go on to list vendors and you want to be able to find these people. And the cool part about it is, is that if they use writers and they do a lot of communication, they're going to be easy to find. And this is always an indicator to me, like people say, well, I picked this clientele and I can't find any information on the decision makers on what they're doing. Like, And I'm, and I'm always telling people, look, people who want People who are doing a lot of writing and they're putting a lot of stuff out there, they're not hiding in a closet. They're not trying to hide from you. They want to be found because when they're found, people buy stuff from them. So number one, easy to contact. Number two is they speak the same jargon. So you want to focus in on a group of people that speak the same jargon as the rest of the pool of people. This is really important because I found at one point I was marketing to political people, to nonprofit people and to technology people. And tech geeks speak a different language than political of people, and they speak different language than nonprofit organizations. And so I was constantly switching up my sales arguments and my decision making factors and what I thought would be a great deal for them, and all the language and the offers and the marketing materials. Like it was always shifting and moving around, and it was driving me crazy. So I decided to pick a group of people and focus on them that spoke the same jargon so that I could have the same conversation over and over again, and I could leverage my time. This was a big problem that Bert was having as he was all over the map talking to lots of different people and he was never specializing in the conversation. Number three, number three is so very, very important and that is they need to use your writing. They've got to use your writing. So if you're writing emails, they should use emails. If that you're writing sales letters, they should use sales letters. If you're writing white papers, they should use white papers. You understand what I mean? Like, they need to be using, and, I, and I, again, I, here's an interesting thing. Writers will come to me all the time and say, oh, I went out, I picked this industry And I'm really excited about it. And I want to do white papers. And none of these guys have white papers. Do you think I could convince them to use a white paper? And I go back to the principle, like attracts like. If they're not already using it, they're probably not going to use it. So don't try to re-educate them. Go where people are already using your writing. Finally, the last thing is, is they have money to hire you. They've got money to hire you. This is really important because if they don't have money to hire you, then then it doesn't matter. Like, I was going after these nonprofit organizations that had a $100,000 a year budget and they didn't have five thousand, ten thousand dollars to invest into me as a writer, and then I went to organizations that had, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars a year annual budget, and they could they could squeeze out five thousand dollars to help me bring them in a hundred thousand dollars. You see, I went to the companies that had money to spend. Now, how do you know if they have money to spend? Well, again, they want to be found, and it's pretty obvious. Um, what they're doing, what's the price point of stuff they're selling, who are they marketing to? Is it an affluent market or not affluent market? Are they very popular and you know like are they selling stuff on Amazon and have a high rating? Can you find them right off the bat when you do a Google search for them and can you see ads that they're running or in Facebook do you see stuff popping up? There's a lot of indicators but the biggest indicator is are they actively in their market And when you see them, can you sense, okay, they're professional. If they're a publicly traded company, you can see the stats about what their stock price is at, and you can have a good sense of where they're at. If they're a nonprofit organization, there's reports. You can go into, I think it's Charity Navigator, and you can see, like, what are they doing annually inside of their budget, and you can get a feel for these things. So this is the four-part formula. Where do you focus your time? How do you focus your energies? Well, you find clients that are easy to contact, that speak the same jargon, that are using the kind of writing that you're writing and you're selling, and then they've got money to spend. And I I just put this down here and I'll just wrap up with this. If you really want to leverage your time, you really want to double, triple, quadruple your income, get tighter and tighter and tighter on this. Look at every single one of your potential clients and ask yourself these questions. Do they you know, can I get in touch with them? Do they speak the same jargon? Do they use the writing that I'm selling? Do they have money to spend? And just go tighter and tighter and tighter into this formula right here. And if you'll do that, then getting clients and making a lot of money will get easier and easier and easier. And I always tell my students that when you're doing this, don't talk to clients, don't talk to prospects that you don't believe are a four out of four. In other words, every one of these criteria should be met before you start going after and approaching and being serious about contacting that client. Because if it's a three out of four, you're reducing your leverage. If it's a two out of four, you're almost dead in the water. If it's a one out of four, it's like, it's worthless to even, you know, to go and talk to them. If they've got money to spend, but they're not using your writing and they don't speak the same jargon, you're all over the map and it's, you're driving you crazy. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. So four out of four, that's the criteria. That's the formula. That's what Bert did. That's what I've did. That's what thousands of my other students have done. That's what I'm encouraging you to do is to to, remember, seek clarity on your lifestyle, have non-negotiables, pick a fun and profitable niche, and use this four-part formula in deciding where your time and energy is going so that you can have maximum leverage, maximum return on that effort. Sound good? All right, talk to you soon. Bye now. Hello, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Life. I wonder if you've thought about what it would take to double your writing business in the next year. I wonder what you've thought about what systems, templates, tools, resources, and secret strategies you would need to put into place in order to literally explode your business and take your writing skills and turn it into the lifestyle of your dreams. Well, if you've thought about that, then I want to invite you to go over to copywritermarketer.com slash membership and check out the tools and the training that we've got there. This is not like an ordinary membership. Unlike other coaches and other mentors that are in the writing space, I don't just focus on writing skills. I don't just focus on marketing. I don't just focus on positive attitude or winning mentality. I look at, first and foremost, what does it take to put all of that stuff together in the right sequence, in the right order, so that your writing skills can turn into a winning incredible lifestyle of your dreams. And that's what the membership is all about. I've used my experience over almost two decades of being in the writing industry and having worked with thousands of writers just like you and watched them walk through the process of taking their skills and trying to find clients and trying to create income and trying to automate their business and have real wealth and time to enjoy that wealth so they can have a great lifestyle. And I've seen what works and I've seen what doesn't work and I've curated a step-by-step process that starts you off and goes from A to Z through the entire process of going from having some basic writing skills, to enjoying an incredible lifestyle, and then moving past that and creating new visions and moving to new vistas and having even greater success. I've been through that entire road, and I want to walk on that road with you, and I want to show you how you can do it for yourself. So I invite you to go check out copywritermarketer.com slash membership and get access to all the training, tools, resources, and secrets that I've put together through almost two decades of being in the writing business and helping thousands of writers achieve their dreams. want you to be next. Go check it out. I'll talk to you soon. Bye now.